The Movie Guys love movies, and now we love them from the Movie Guys studio in beautiful downtown Burbank. Now you get the joy of hearing me click computer uh, keys when we cue music now. I can't hear it. You didn't, didn't hear that? No. I didn't hear that. No. It's my fault. I had bad computer key skills when I did that. I was really, I pressed it hard. I went, da, 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 you know, when I pressed the button. Hey, you're excited. Who are you and what I'm are you excited. doing? I'm excited. We're in a new place. It's a, a new locksmith show. locksmith and I'm a locksmith. This is great. We are the movie guys, everybody, and we are out of the uh, studio and into the studio. Yeah. This yes. studio, however, is now in uh, beautiful Burbank, California. Plenty of parking. Plenty of parking <laughs> here in the, mu- the movie guys studio. <laughs> All right, it's a garage. Uh, well, you, could, you could name it after some sort of famous uh, movie person or something. We could we could make it an honorary studio. Well, then, right. it, then it's Shivas Harrison Studios. Like, what is Wayne's World? What, what is that, like, his last name? Wayne Campbell, the Campbell Studios. Well, we could either go the Harrison Ford Studios or we could go the Penelope Spheris uh, Studios. Which would you choose, Paul? Well, Campbell's not a Campbell's, bad idea. Yeah, because, because there's the a guy character. after our own heart doing a yeah. show out of his out of his basement. Oh, that's true. So we're not in a basement. They don't have those in, in California. Not because in of the earthquakes. For of those coming in late, we are in a garage. <laughs> in a it's garage. the showcast in a garage. That's right. And we're also now the movie showcast. Yes. We're not uh, just the movie guys live as we used to be. We're now the movie showcast. It is a show. It is a podcast. And eventually it'll be a video podcast. It's a showcast. So you can see our cleavage. I love it. Yes. Patent pending. Luckily, somebody said patent pending as soon as the word showcast started getting thrown around. Yeah, Lee says that every time anyone makes up a word. Well, anytime I make up a word. (laughs) And Lee, how long is it going to pend? Well, most patents patents are seven years. (laughs) Patents are still pending? You're not going to get around to that? Come on, guys. I think it's pending just until someone else is making money off of it. Then he's like, hang on a second. Yeah, then it's it's patent suing. I'll I'll, I'll admit to not knowing a lot. Does it really take seven years to get a patent? No, but I think the copyrights are, what, 17 years or something like that. Is that right? Wow, I, I actually have looked into this with Larry, and it's considerably expensive to get this taken care of. But we How probably am should. I? Am I public domain yet? <laughs> <laughs> That's supposed to inspire someone? Well, you know, great yeah. idea. 17 years from now, it'll be worth a shit. <laughs> Jeez. I don't know. I don't know. It, no, it, I don't that's know basically it saying it better be a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding, because you're investing, buddy. Not just money, but like half your life. So this is great. We're we're sitting here. We, we previously, for uh, how many shows did we do for the uh, Toad Hop Network? 20. 20. 20 shows. Yeah, a brief history of the movie, guys, if anybody's coming in late. Uh, you know, before that, Second City, we did a for year? what, a year? Mm-hmm. No. Uh, a live what? show for a year at Second City, a year and but eight before months. that. Yeah, a year and eight months. Live show was almost places. two years. Yeah, Yeah, but at Second City, it was a year, and before that, it was at the Improv Olympic. Mm-hmm. And then before that, it, and during all that, it's been in your garage since, I think, I mean, we did the video podcast. The first video one started in, what, November of... 09. Uh, 09. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so now here we are that Paul and Karen have built a, and Lee have built a entire <laughs> audio studio. I here. built it. They rebuilt it. That's fine. That's fine. We all. <laughs> that's what I, happened. Um, well, there was, there was little, the spackle debacle. The spackle debacle. I just want to say to all of our podcast listeners that the movie guys are three guys and a chick. And of all the movie guys, the chick that did the most work building it with me. So yeah. it should be the movie chicks. 
No, it's Freaky well, Friday saying. around our house where we roll reverse a lot. Like, <laughs> yeah. that. like Karen will come in and there'll be a, a an armoire with a drawer that was busted, but then I will have fixed it, and oh there'll be God. like glue and nails sticking out in twenty different directions. It'll look like a little rascal's, you know, it hatchet job on, a, like, on one of their scooters yeah. that they always make. It built. was horrible. You know, and then Karen will go, what? and get in there, and she'll fix it, and it'll look great. It's Meanwhile, she's out here setting up uh, audio equipment, and uh, and Paul is yeah. inside at the computer. <laughs> what was the word you learned? I learned phantom power. Phantom because... power. <laughs> phantom power. Because in order, we'll have sound to, effects eventually. In order to get the microphones that we're using currently, we had to have a board that had phantom power, and so. Whenever we were looking for a board, uh, I was able to get one from a friend that had phantom power so we could buy these mics. I have no idea what phantom power is. What is it? It's phantom power! <laughs> it's better than the phantom menace, I can tell you that much. Well, uh, we're coming back at a good time, right? I mean, it is the start of the summer movie season. Right. Oh, this is the best. A I... glorious time of year i love it every week there's just some well with the exception of this week there is something exciting <laughs> to see of course we're technically not in the summer yet not yet because it hasn't been memorial day right hilariously i mean oh, iron yeah. man 3 is already out and uh, great gatsby which i guess is counter programming for the people who aren't still going to see iron man 3 but the, what's the first summer movie of the old numbering system where Memorial Day means it's summer? It's going to be Hangover 3 and Fast and Furious. Hangover sex. 3, okay. And I would say that a $48 million opening weekend. I think Let's it was try 40. our first or maybe it was 40 I think we might have to do a plane hold. Please hold. All right. I was thinking of a good time to bring up the subject matter of the planes. I think now might be the time. I think... We should leave him in. I think I think we yeah. should leave him in, and Paul should pretend like he said that he's doing sound effects. I got the new name for the studio. Yes, Movie Guys Flight Line Studio. <laughs> Flyover, <laughs> Flyover Studios. The Captain's Lounge. The, the Captain's Lounge. <laughs> this could be the frequent Admirals flyer Club mile. Studio. Admirals Club. The Admirals oh, Club. I like it. That's Admirals Taxing Club Studio. <laughs> Whenever I'm in an airport and I check Taking in on Facebook, I check in for the Admirals Club because they all come up. Like when you say check in, I, get the I saw that the other day. And I thought, how the fuck did he get in the Admirals Club? I'm like, yeah, that's right. This Why guy flies I... economy every yeah. time. Why would I just check into LAX? No, it, you go to the list of Facebook and it says all the things that you, you could check into the Chili's too. There, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm checking into the Admirals Club. It doesn't cost me anything extra to check in there on Facebook. Do you think they should have a Hooters in the? Uh... Yes. The terminals. Wait, where? <laughs> in the Admirals Club in our studio. Please wait for the question to be completed. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sure. We should have, do you think we should have a Hooters in here? Do you yes. think so? Depends. How oh, will the, the staff book. be dressed? Oh, <laughs> we have Hooters inside that Starbucks? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so I was going to say, and I, you know what? I'm going to get a plane sound effect. I'm going to roll yeah, it every once in a while. and just roll it. And just see if you guys know if that was an actual plane or the sound effect that was rolling. Fantastic. Um. I was going to say, a $38 million opening weekend is summer-like, and that happened April 19th this year because of Tom Cruise in Oblivion. Mm. I mean, it's unusual. Tom I Cruise opens a movie that. in you know April. So they were trying something new. I, maybe the, I, I don't know if they didn't have confidence in the movie that they put it out in April. Was you know, it a spring break movie, maybe? It was just a spring break audience. Yeah, but it's not close enough to Easter to really oh. qualify. But um, it wasn't like the 300... Air, time, which now there's one movie every well, year that opens up around. It was then. genre. Yeah, they kind of release those sometimes in the spring, like when they don't know where to put them. You know. Yeah, but you or you know, maybe he's lost his uh, ability to to have a huge opening as he used to. I don't know. Uh, but I thought that was them maybe trying to 
stretch it one more weekend earlier, where it was the same studio, Universal, did Fast Five the end of April, and they said, summer starts in April. Well, now it starts April 19th. That is amazing. With How far back can they go where people are just like, no, I'm not even seeing an Avengers movie on April 3rd. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, Thor 3. <laughs> well, I don't know if I'd see that even if it was on my birthday, but... Thor? Thor. I'm not a big Thor fan. Uh, too Ren Fair for me. I don't like the Ren Fair jouster types. So any movie that has anything to do with that, it's not that movie I liked. What is that? It was too LARPy. It's too... Role no, models. I love yeah, role, role models. models. I'll give you role models. It's it. No no Thor. I don't like my movie movies all hot, LARPy. Right? I, that's the only LARP movie I like is role models. Yeah, well, I can't believe there's a Thor movie. I know. Right? And Thor The Dark World looks awesome. Amazing. Loki looks awesome. Yeah, Thor, well, it's good to have him back. Avengers, Thor 2. I mean, I'm living in this world right now. This is ridiculous. It's an amazing ridiculous. thing those guys have pulled off. It's an incredible thing, Marvel. It's impossible. Actually, to think that big and pull it off, unbelievable. It's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> it's still impossible. I watched Avengers a week ago, and I actually wrote on my, my I wrote on, on Facebook, I wrote, fuck you, Avengers, because I that is that. the highest compliment. <laughs> that is the lowest and highest compliment is... Yeah. Fuck you. And you're just too you good. It. Avengers, you're just too good. But you you just it. go to hell. Just go. <laughs> it's the ultimate yeah. argument ender, too. Yeah, exactly. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck, fuck you, you the reader. But <laughs> fuck you, Avengers. <laughs> exactly. You've got yeah. it. You've got it. Exactly. Yeah. So who saw Iron Man 3? Right here. No, I everybody, everybody did. did. you see it, Lee? Well, Are we not you, moving on? Oh, that's right. I forgot. I was watching Robert Downey <laughs> Jr. There were other people there? Yeah, she I didn't, didn't even notice. know I was there. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it very much. I don't think I'm going to go back to the Arclight Sherman Oaks, though. Why? No. It's like a horse track in there. What? It's like... What in the hell are you talking about? For those about? of you who don't know, Arclight is one of the higher end cinemas and in Southern Oaks California. And, and they have assigned so. seating, and well, they have like a that. person give you a little speech beforehand, yeah, and it has wonderful sound and, and great and they seats. Cl- don't they close the curtains between the feature and the trailers? Do they do that there? I don't think they did no. that last time. No, they, they did that when up. I was growing up <laughs> yeah, in, at the Yeah, Oleata remember theater. that? Yeah. In, in, in movie theaters, growing up, yeah, after the trailers were done, they would close the curtains uh-huh. and then open the now curtains. it's time for the feature. Yeah, I yeah. love that. It's a classy move. I thought Arclight did that. You know what? They kind of do it virtually because their little uh, pre-show yeah, video it involves like a curtain coming in and opening again and revealing the words Arclight. Can we talk about that? Sure, you're Iron going on about Arclight. No, no, I want to. No, I want to talk about the. Is it, they're AMC, right? Arclight? No, no, they're their own thing. No, who's who's the? Okay, so AMC has that opening where they're <laughs> where, where the they, theater attacks oh the people and kills them, where it turns into Pandora. <laughs> they're in a garden what all of a sudden because that's oh the experience. My God. That's the experience I want is to sit outside and watch this movie. No, I came in here where it's controlled sound and audio. Do you appreciate this? I hate that thing because of a really stupid thing. The girls in that, very lovely, nice young girls, but they cast the girls in that stringy, straight hair that their ears stick through it because their hair is so fucking thin. She looks like an elf. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. They're not eating enough. That's Uh. all. I've told Karen, if that happens right now while we're in, I'm getting the fuck out of here. That's the, don't even count on me seeing I don't care if I want to see I this movie. If this place turns into crazy uh, crazy world with crazy plants. No, little shop of movies. Right? right? Little yeah. shop of movies. It's like, it's like that really horrible movie where the kid lives out in the garden and they like grow him and then they... Timmy Green, Tim- yeah. Timothy Green. Oh, yeah. Everybody, yeah. Like that. Uh, movie was horrible. Horrible. Welcome to AMC. Uh, just a little warning. Saw that movie. The theater may kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the show. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
All right. So, Adam, you had a plan for, or or was, a, was well, it a plan? The key is we want to monetize this, right? We That's need a to get sponsors. It is. Monetize. monetize. <laughs> I could. You could charge people so much money to tell them how to monetize, but really, the secret is you're monetizing. I think we should we should start teaching class right now to tell people to monetize their podcast, and all we are doing by charging them is monetizing. That's what consulting that's is. Consulting is the biggest scam in the world. <laughs> Absolutely, and it's the same with some of the uh, acting teachers and stuff too. They don't work themselves, but they're busy doing teaching. Yeah, tell the me, real estate seminar guy. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you how to run your business. Pay me to do it, and I'm running a business. <laughs> so I should tell you how I make the money off of you. That's why I always wanted to write a sketch about uh, Tony Robbins because all Tony Robbins essentially tells you how to do is get a career in in speaking and, about how to make money right exactly. because that's that's the proof that's the proof of how he knows to make you a millionaire like look at me all i had to do was start teaching people how to be millionaires and look i've got a plane i've got a private island yeah. you're like Whoa. it's all like that simpsons bit and i want to get i hope i remember this correctly the, the montgomery burns award for excellence. outstanding achievement in the field of excellence, excellence. <laughs> 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 is there any more just totally bullshit filled thing and millions of people are doing that kind of thing i'll come to your your business and i'll give out awards and excellence to everybody so here's my idea on how to monetize it yes we please. do advertisements for people who we have not gotten the permission to for <laughs> <laughs> until they pay us to stop <laughs> all right i like so it like, who do we pick let's what's a, what's a new hot car out there <laughs> McDonald's or somebody that's got a lot of oh, money. Oh, they're big now because of that uh, guy who I found the him. kidnapped kids. Well, I was sitting around my porch eating oh, my yeah. McDonald's. I was like, I love him immediately. He's a regular person. Did you hear about this, Lee? Yeah. 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 Oh, I, didn't know he, I didn't know he mentioned McDonald's. Oh, I like immediately. Yeah, I did. It's, uh, I was whoop. just over there going to McDonald's. <laughs> I'm sitting in my house having my McDonald's. And I heard <laughs> this girl you ran up what? to the front door. Maybe he was ba, ba, already ba, ba, doing ba, ba, Adam's ba. theme. Maybe his idea was, I will say McDonald's immediately and I'm going to be or, or here's a method of advertising that people are guaranteed to pay us to stop, is to <laughs> say that their product is the best for kidnapping children. <laughs> <laughs> or kidnapped children in case of a food thing. You've got to right. feed them, right? right. Well, you, okay, so right. you've kidnapped well, you three can... girls and now you got to feed them. You know them. what I heard? But you're no. on a budget. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Almond Joy. Wait a minute. Here's the crazy thing is somebody said for that they were... Children. Bringing in bags and bags of fast food to the girls. That's what they survived on with fast food. McDonald's. Remember back That's how I get them into the van. I'm, yeah. oh. What? Sorry. You were saying you get children into a van? No, I didn't. Uh, what are you doing oh, I'm sorry. You didn't there? want to keep talking. Yeah. But Lee, okay, I think we've got our next sponsor. Lee, what kind of van do you put them in? <laughs> and is it the new 2013? Uh, the Econo <laughs> line oh, wind, windowless. Hang everybody, on a second. Everybody, everybody quiet for a second. This comedy bit brought to you by United. <laughs> Are you sure it's not Southwest? They fly out of Burbank With a lot. These microphones, those planes must sound amazing. What microphone is that? The uh, XL uh, GXL two two zero zero. The CAD. CAD. Yes. yes, the CAD brand, which um, did a great deal. They helped GXL us out. Two twenty. They were able to get four microphones. Uh, very affordable. And I can hear everything you're saying because Thank of you. my Nady headphones. Oh. <laughs> Nady headphones for when you need to drown out the screams of the three children that you've kidnapped. <laughs> All right, I bring that money. It. Back bring up the truck. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Right, well, 
look Here forward to the chance. I look forward to the phone calls. Cease and desist letters on their way. Now I'd uh, like to say there is a, a qualitative difference in the show we're doing right now is sort of our test show, which I think is perfectly arable. Perfectly yes. arable, certainly. By internet standards. <laughs> <laughs> By what I've seen out there. Uh, but let's get back to the, the, the focus of what the movie guys are really all about. Preview and movies. So let's uh, let's talk it's over the, the summer movie season a little more. All right. Uh, May looks exciting. We're gonna we're gonna preview a couple of things coming out this weekend, uh, but after this weekend, stick with us. We'll keep coming back and preview preview previewing. We're gonna preview previewing uh, like more movies as they come out all summer, uh, including Star Trek Into Darkness. Oh yes. What is what is that? <laughs> what was that? I have no interest in Star fart Trek. Noise. Hey, it's it's some unicorn oh, shit. You know you don't <laughs> have to be into that. <laughs> Were you born like? 30? I've never no, 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 no. Hold on a second. Of all people who would respect some sort of Star Trekness, I mean the Shatnerness of the original show, Lee. Lee. You do not respect yes. the, the the Shatnerness of the original. I never the got masculinity. Into that. Of Wait a minute, I'm getting hit by another plane. Sponsor. <laughs> Sorry, our sponsor's flying. This is over. another sponsor going to Just American Airlines. Sponsor. Sponsored by the Admirals Lounge. <laughs> United Club. Spon- I think J.J. Abrams has done great. Great work in rebooting that franchise. I look forward to this this new one. I actually think that was the Enterprise coming <laughs> to pick Lee up. And I'm, what yes. I think is wise, not Khan, I believe. Right? What do you mean, not Khan? The bad guy. Oh. Yeah, there's this whole legacy because Star Trek Two is the most famous Star Trek. It's like the best of the Star Trek movies, and Ricardo Montalban plays Khan. Yeah. And Khan is from an old TV show, and and you know it makes a, a, a revenge appearance. And so everybody thought, oh, they're going to go with Khan as the villain in the second one. But I think they're just beholden to make reference to it, and that's it, you know? Yeah, well, I, yeah, I'd say scrap that. I mean, you're, you're, you're rebooting the whole... You, you blew up Vulcan. Do what you want. You know what, what? What's such a high chance of screwing up rebooting Star Trek? Yeah. I mean, geez. Is it? Don't they make this movie every seven years, eight years? Don't they make a new Star Trek all the time? Yeah, but they never try and re. They never tried to remake the original Star Trek. It was always the Next Generation is that what this is? and the Deep Star Six. Yeah. Oh, so, so the original right. one was Shatner and Nimoy. Catch up, Lee. I'm, I'm trying. I'm do- This is why I'm here today. Take notes, honey. This is why I'm here today. I thought no. I thought it was like a, a Bond series of movies where it was just the next adventure in Star Trek. No, it was always Kirk and Bones and Scotty and. Scott. But it was a continuing. It was always the original cast. Yeah, until they did they the next generation. Yeah, so the first... lots of people can be on ships in space. So then the next generation was just like, here's another crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this is the first reboot, same characters. But Chris Pine is, is Kirk. He's is Kirk, Kirk, but he's been Kirk before. Just in, just just in, in the one movie. In, first in the other movie. movie. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. So they have Moving made on. this movie. <laughs> no, they've made it, Jesus. but having another the internet. adventure. The internet. Check the internet. <laughs> it's all is the internet? going on about. Hey, you know there's a show called <laughs> well, Movie Guys. Go listen to that. What else is coming out? Uh, Fast and Furious 6. You care. Like, you know what you're talking about. Either. I don't. I Hey, I want to go see you it. Can't, you hung me out to dry that whole time. Making fart noise. I want I want to yeah. see it. Pile Some on. hunky guys in there. That's right. There's no gnomes and shit in it. I'm going to go see it. Judge Dredd is in that movie. Lost your last blah, 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 blah. There's a new Superman movie coming out. Oh, no, that one I don't God. care about. Hey, speaking of hard to hey, remember. Before... watch me not yeah, pile on you for sucking. Hang on a sec. Before everyone gets into this, Lee, oh. Superman comes from a planet called Krypton. He was an <laughs> alien. He has superhuman powers here on Earth. But by day, he's mild-mannered Clark Kent. Go at him. Oh, so uh, it's the most exciting thing ever in the history of mankind. Okay. That's think, all. Do you think they're going to explain to the chillins what a phone booth is? <laughs> do you think he, he gets, not? Do you think he changes in his cell phone? I don't, How does he do that? I'm just saying. 
And how are they going to deal with him working for a newspaper? Right? What's a newspaper? <laughs> None of it works. <laughs> he, he himself is digital. Exactly. He changes in his cell phone. He, he works. He, he prints uh, articles on a Kindle. Yeah. Yeah. It's all crazy. And it's how are they going to deal with the latent homosexuality of Jimmy Olsen? Cricket. <laughs> you were like, what? Well, I'm sorry. It's modernized. I mean, back then, it just, you couldn't even talk about it. Well, anyway. I, oh, I smell it. Now he's married. I smell a fun bit when that movie opens. Yeah. Because oh, of Jimmy yeah. Olsen. Uh, hey, but how exciting. Coming out party. I mean, speaking of hard to reboot, I mean, Superman, they tried to do, Brian Singer tried to do one. Yeah, recently. Yeah. This, this recently. is really like a I mean, oops. Oh, it's like sense. Hulk. Isn't that hilarious? They can just make movies now and go, yeah, whatever about that last one. I mean, really, it's just, <laughs> just like, it's, you're literally, when you when you make the Superman, you're like, yes, the last one was an embarrassment we're not even going to talk about. Yeah, just like the whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's get to what's coming out this weekend. And uh, we're going to give you our preview because, as I mentioned before, it is... I didn't turn the music up on myself. Yeah. Now in the past, I blamed that on the board op. I know. <laughs> that's me screwing that up. It is the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, summer movie season, which is to say... <laughs> which is to say, fans of David Lynch. And Darren Aronofsky. Terrence Malick. And Lars von Trier. Jim Jarmusch. And Gus Van Zandt. Enjoy the beach, because it's time for superheroes, <laughs> outer space adventures, raunchy comedies, and excess. And speaking of excess, opening this weekend is Boz Lorman's The Great Gatsby. Oh, one of my favorite Bozes. Boz Lorman. All right, I'd like to address this low-lying fruit and just call this The Gay Gatsby. <laughs> <laughs> Moulin Rouge director Lorman's never met a storyline he couldn't make swishy. <laughs> True, he made Australia gay, and there's a country where they drink rust water. <laughs> With the lavish party scenes, huge mansion, and hot women everywhere, you'd think you were watching a documentary about Leonardo DiCaprio's actual life, when, <laughs> in fact, he just plays the lead character, J. Edgar Howard Hoover Hughes Gatsby. And this won't be your father's a great Gatsby. And by your father, we mean Robert Redford. In keeping with its anachronistic tendencies, this version trades out the swinging music of the jazz era for hip-hop and rap. Now, Lerman called hip-hop the modern-day equivalent of jazz. That's partially true, and that many of its artists end up dead. <laughs> Although it was drugs that killed Chet Baker, he wasn't shot by Charlie Parker. <laughs> I hope Tobey Maguire breaks into a cover of Nelly's Must Be the Money, just as F. Scott Fitzgerald intended. Perhaps using the Joe Walsh song, Life of Illusion. Would that be too on the nose? With the 3D and the music by Jay-Z and Kanye West, Baz Luhrmann's new film looks to resemble The Great Gatsby as much as Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet resembled Romeo and Juliet. Rich people have problems, too. Well, yes. not real problems, but the kind of fake problems you make for yourself <laughs> when you're too rich to have real ones. <laughs> That's what this movie's about. And as much as we goof, though, we gotta applaud the ambition on display here, and we really do hope that this story of the rich and unhappy is somehow fun. <laughs> I don't know, Paul. <clears throat> this movie makes me want to read. Ooh. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. I go to the movies yes. to not read. The Great Gatsby. <laughs> Reading makes me sleepy. It does. It hurts my eyes. <clears throat> the Jazz Age. The Roaring Twenties. Yes, brought to on the display. Roaring 2010s. Is that what we're calling this decade? We were trying to come up with a name for the tens. <laughs> yeah, the tens, like the roaring twenties, and, and the lazy Ad, tens. Yeah, Adam's like, well, we need to come up with a name for the tens, and I said, well, we need like a boring name. That's right, the tens. The tens. The tens. <laughs> yeah, but that's now boring. that we're in the thirteens, aren't we in the teens again? We are in the tens. Back in the teens. The teens. In the teens. Yeah. I miss the aughts. Tweens. <laughs> Who used that? Nobody. Nobody. Aughts. 
the Did you ever call it that? thousand Zs. I, that was I hated that there's no thing you could call those years. Yeah. We just did thousands, didn't. but no, that now that we're, like you know, yeah, 13 years into 2000s it doesn't seem right. No, it's weird. We're it's 10 years ago. 2013. I mean, that is an age where we are just supposed to be flying in cars oh and uh, never going to happen by the way. But think about thank this. Thank you 911. In our lifetime, <laughs> we will say back in the 20s. I will mean It will mean <gasps> 2020. Yeah. Back in the 20s. Okay. Well, back in the 20s, you know. And it's up to us to make them roaring. Justin Bieber was oh, yeah. award-winning. Huh? God. <clears throat> yeah. Back in the 20s. What's that, like seven years from now? century. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. right around the corner. The 20s. Now, um, this movie I will probably see, although I got to admit, I, I don't think I like any Bob Lorman movies. It looks lush. You don't? I don't think you I don't do. like Moulin Rouge? No, no, I didn't either. That's some amazing storytelling. Here's, here's my thought on Moulin Rouge is that there's a lot of really amazing, great dancing going on, and the um, all the dancers out there are doing this amazing stuff, but the person that was directing it decided not to let you see any of that, and instead they cut away so much, those people don't even need to be able to dance. Yeah, it's like when you cut too much on a stunt guy, you know, you're like robbing the the performance. I thought thought that that a little bit. That wasn't, I mean. I couldn't see the movie. I find it still like annoying. Well, I'm just saying, like, Les Miserables, like, the whole point was that they were giving this on-screen performance or whatever. But the whole point wasn't that, like, look at this amazing, you know, like, how talented these people are. That was just supposed to be this explosion of, like, just, uh, uh, um, um, what's the decadence? I mean, that is just, movies all about decadence. Like, I remember seeing it and just going, I can't see anything. The minute I would focus on something, it was gone. It was like Die Hard 5. There was just too many things exploding in Die Hard 5. There was too many people. I'm with you, Karen. There was too many people dancing in Moulin Rouge and too much going on constantly. Yeah. I couldn't focus on anything. Well, yeah. you go to see a movie about like a famous dance club and go, that is too much dancing in there. No. Wasn't the Moulin no. Rouge like no, a dance? It was the way it was shot. It was the way it was shot and the way it was. Cut away, cut yes. away, cut away, cut away. The way it was edited. You could count to uh, three many and things would be changed. Too drug visions and naked lunch. Well, like you said it. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said at the end of the preview, you know, there's a lot of ambition on display, and I admire that, but it just was, was I don't like his sense of humor. Like, that was way too much of the sense of humor in Australia, which was a horrible movie. I never saw that. And I what is that movie? What happens in that? Hugh Jackman and Nicole Kidman uh, just... Sounds good. Sounds good. It's like the birth of, it's like the birth of Australia. A lot of Hugh Jackman shirtless. <gasps> Wait, let me write that down on my phone. Australia. <laughs> and then Strictly Ballroom, though, I'll admit to never having seen I'm a movie jail, kind of for that movie. Movie, mm. we should movie see jail. It. But supposedly great. It's supposedly great, but not considered a classic. You're not going to movie jail for that. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Good. He is no. judge and jury and executioner on that just for like, you. Just like Judge Dredd. He's good news Carl Urban. I read F. Scott Fitzgerald's The Great Gatsby when I was in high school. But That's I a book? Yeah, we had to. <laughs> yes. Really, it oh. is like the only book out there. It's the book. There's yeah. like I didn't read it. Great Gatsby and A Tale of Two Cities. Name another book. You, you can't, can't do it. Can't yeah. do it. We, uh, we didn't read that. <laughs> Those are the only two books out there, really. What the hell did we read? We read Huckleberry Finn. Bless uh, the Beast and the Children. Did you read that? No. We had to read that for so summer. It's not a nurse. Oh, yeah. Nurse, that? nurse. Night, night nurse? nurse? It was like a nurse. No. Jinx, I think we literally <laughs> said that it was a night nurse. Night nurse. It was about like a nurse. Oh, Farewell to Arms. We read that instead of The Great Gatsby. Farewell to Arms. James at 15? <laughs> Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. That was what we read for our senior thesis. All right, F. Scott Fitzgerald. Yeah, yeah, yeah F. Everybody, everybody. No time for the book club, Paul? Yeah. 
What? Okay, well, we no can time. do that. Uh, well, let's see. Well, oh, yeah. well, I think, I think, yeah. well, since Hollywood seems to be convinced that the only way to make a <laughs> successful movie nowadays is to base it on a book, we got the thinking. Maybe we're missing something here. Maybe our MTV generation, with its penchant for fast action, quick cuts, and sugary soft drinks, is missing out on some of the more simple pleasures in life, like reading. Oh, yes. That's why, in an effort to expand our horizons and grow in our appreciation <laughs> of the finer things, <laughs> do we just crap that Moulin Rouge? <laughs> <laughs> We've decided to start Movie Guys Book Club. Yeah. Now, this is Yay. where we take a modern classic novel turned Hollywood blockbuster and discuss it. So let's uh, start with you, Lee. The Great Gatsby, what do you think? Um, the Great Gatsby was, uh, well, um, you know, great. It was great. That's all you've got? Well, you know, Paul, I don't want to, you know, no spoilers here on the movie, no, guys. that's smart, so that's smart. I right, just, you right, know, right. Yeah. I think I'll stop I, there. I gotta say my... that I liked how it went from one thought to the next very coherently. It just kind of went straight ahead. It didn't leave you questioning anything, you know, uh-huh. it just kept going. Right. Uh, Adam? I, of course, read it like the rest of us, uh, and I really liked how all the events were divided by number. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. Because chapterized. It didn't, it didn't chapterized. get like, out of order or anything. That yeah. way, that way, when I came back well, to the book, I could figure out where I was. Exactly. Oh, exactly. So I, so I did, just didn't couldn't read willy nilly. I was like, oh, there's the first chapter, yeah. and then obviously the next. Do one. Do they do that in all books? Okay, I have a feeling none of you read the book, The Great Gatsby. No, I don't I'm sorry, have it. Paul. I, really I thought there was going to be one. Don't have it. I thought we could just watch. We the, just uh, movie. yeah. Why would I read yeah. the book? The movie's out, Paul. Please. I watched some of the original. Movie. <laughs> and there's a bit. That's a bit, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! We did a bit. We did a comedy bit in the Admirals and what's, Club. What's the, what's the point of our bit? Man, we're dumb. <laughs> that's our point. You know what's really great Hope about the bit? That. Is uh, just as we started it, I gave Lee the hairy eyeball like, what are we doing? And he goes, you'll know. And as soon as he started talking, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. we didn't read this We, didn't read this, we didn't read this at all. <laughs> I didn't even read the sketch. That's how much just, I wasn't prepared. And just a little backstory for this test show which again i feel is completely arable at least by internet standards (laughs) um the the uh you know ordinarily for the for the 20 shows for Todop, i mean we we had some extremely written shows i mean we would bring was a 12 12 page script usually and only get through like 10 pages of it yeah uh, Yeah, in an hour if it was 14 we were toast very tightly (laughs) written and everything we don't do a 425 show and and then we took four weeks off Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, oh, did I just not want to write anything about any movies? I just wanted to enjoy Iron Man and write nothing about it and say nothing about it. And But anyway, so t- tonight we're, we're uh, free-winging it, but I, I kind of like it. I love free-winging it. Well, that one was Is written that dirty? in the yeah, that, kitchen at work. Lee wrote Ooh, that in the kitchen at that work. That word should be written <laughs> at a job that you're getting paid for. That's the best kind it's of writing. It's mostly intro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is a great which is a great bit. Hey, at least it has the you get the best of the movie guys. The beginning, middle, and an end. It did have well, an I, ending. I know where hey. my bread is buttered. I give Paul a big meaty introduction. My bit's going to make the air. <laughs> if there's a huge setup oh, for police. Paul for Paul Reed, I'm making the cut. Say Paul, shouldn't we be talking about an activity we agreed to do over the weekend? Oh. Okay. okay. That brings us to the book club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what's so funny, uh, listeners? Because we don't have the vo- the audio, ah, the video element up yet. As we were gonna move on and try some other comedy, and Lee just gave Paul the eyeball, like, "Let's do the bitter rope. We gotta do the bitter rope." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, speaking of uh, Great Gatsby. Yes. Remember that time we saw? Oh, spe- I thought we were done. I know. <laughs> speaking right? of the Great Gatsby. <laughs> 
That actually, that segue was going to go nowhere. I just wanted to segue. I just like segueing sometimes. All right. Do you like scooters too? The segue Speaking scooter? of scooters. Yes. Well, I've always said that I think the segue is good for cops, but not for comedians. For example, one time I got busted uh, outside of a club. I brought an open container and a guy, ro- a cop uh, rolled up and he said, no. speaking of misdemeanors, I think that's a great segue for a cop. That's Where you were walking that stupid. dog when that's super stupid. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god! Last night, uh, totally tangent because it's the tangent show. We were eating our dinner and we decided to watch something real quick on TV. So we watched Louis C.K. and Paul's like, "What's it like?" And I go, "Like watching Adam do his life." <laughs> what? <laughs> Have you watched Louis on FX? Oh yeah. If you had daughters, fan of Louis. it would be you. <laughs> a nice guy walking along getting shit on by life. <laughs> Just but like, doing stand up and killing stand it. Up and being funny and just—he went on a date with I this wish. girl who was miserable, and I was like, "Why is she so horrible to him?" He's this really nice, normal guy, and she was awful. I'm slow to that party, but that's a funny show. That's a funny show. Yeah, I like him. I think he's funny, but I've never, for some reason, never caught the show. It's a really brilliant way of presenting it. Very yeah. filmic. Very. Yep. It's just. And I, I wonder too if would he be toned down for cable? But you know, shit and cock, and they can still do all that stuff on FX without. So have good. you seen There's no effort? No have nudity. you seen many episodes? We've only two. seen two. No, because they're not they're not all funny. And that's no, what I some, love about it. Some amazing. of them are just really good shows. There's a, a whole episode, and I won't give the away Doug the Stan ending. The Doug Stanhope one? The Doug Stanhope one is, oh my God. is extremely heavy. He's like an alcoholic comedian who wants to kill himself, and that's <gasps> like the, the plot. But the other one is uh, his his sister goes into false labor, and it's this horrible evening of him trying to get her to the hospital and dealing with his neighbors, and it's this huge life lesson with a great comedic punchline at the end. I won't give it away, but... Yeah, I mean, you're just drugged into his life, and you're like, oh, my God, this is this horrible situation. Yeah, it's not always a comedy. Well, but I think he can handle it. Oh, it's like, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But the one you have to fast forward to, you have to go to the Dane Cook episode. This oh, is the greatest. Is it? That is brilliant. Because they had an actual feud once upon a time. Oh, really? Did you know this? No. Yeah, where, where uh, Louis or, or, or maybe some other people on their behalf, you know, claimed that Dane Cook was stealing some of Louis' material. But it's pretty simple material. It's like it's like the itchy asshole routine, if you know Dane Cook at all. I had to get rid of mine once I heard both of them do theirs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, everyone's doing one. the itchy asshole routine. Yeah, okay. But Louis, yeah. has to, Louis, his daughter for her birthday wants tickets to Lady Gaga. And so he, the only way he can get a sold out uh, ticket, and by the way, this story brought to you by the Admirals Club. The Admirals Club. That beautiful downtown Burbank. <laughs> uh, so he has to get the Lady Gaga tickets and he has to go make nice with Dane Cook because that's his promoter. <gasps> Dane Cook can get him tickets to Lady Gaga. And it just, they, they hash out their argument and it's fantastic. Boring radio, though. Right? Apparently, <laughs> the, no, I was just listening to Mark Marin on the Stern Show. Mark, Mark Marin yeah. is my uh, hero. He was talking now. about uh, yeah. having a feud with uh, Louis. John Louis Stewart. And they, they yeah, well, that's John an old one, yeah. Oh, but yeah. the Louis one, they worked out on his show. Oh, on yeah, that's podcast. right. Did you so, see that episode yet? No. That is oh, a great that's episode. A episode. Yeah. The, the episode is actually reversed. Oh, was Marin on the Louis show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He yeah, does yeah. a cameo as himself. Resolving the issue between him and Louis. Louis goes to resolve something to Mark Marin. Well, you should be watching TV. Is that <laughs> okay, no. Back to summer movies. Be, okay. What I'd like to talk not, about. Uh, shouldn't you be watching movies. television? <laughs> what I'd like to talk about real quick. Getting back to. Getting back to summer movies. Mm-hmm. If you yes. want to edit right there, Paul. Uh, <laughs> 
No, I, I, I have to say, it is the most wonderful time of year. I mean, it is it is the the ball. It's a Hollywood pulls out all the stops and re, and just each week is a new event. Now, I have to say, the year I met Paul, we both realized we had a bit of a thing for movies, and we decided to see every movie that summer. This is the summer of ninety five, ninety six. Yeah, we were in mm, Chicago. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay, it depends on what summer The Lost World and Speed Two came out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I'll, I'll yeah, it up while it, we picked the worst summer yeah. to see every movie on opening weekend. And my favorite story ever is it was it was our agreement. I was and I was at work, and Paul was at the crepery. <laughs> waiting tables, uh, waiting tables, and I run over after works because it's Friday night and we have to see these on Friday night. Uh, and so we we ran. I got to the crepery, uh, grabbed Paul. We hopped in a cab. We paid extra money for a cab to get over to the theater so that we can make it in time for Speed Two. I know, yeah. nineteen ninety seven. Ninety seven. Oh. Yeah, we had even a more years horrible to year. Get to know each other. Well, it ended with uh, Boogie Nights, LA Confidential, and Titanic. Thank but God. by summer, man, it was. Oof. The doldrums. Yeah, that was no a doubt. horrible, horrible summer. Yeah. No Joss Whedon's had started making movies yet. No. <laughs> last year, I, I still try and do that, though. I'm going to try and do it this I'm trying to see everything. Yeah. Um, you know, no, uh, it's fun. It's... Last year, I mean, I, I had to go see What to Expect When You're Expecting a Battleship. I do that to myself. Okay. Yeah. And, and again, I, I got to say, on each weekend of the summer, Paul, I just want you to take it a little easy this summer. <laughs> because I worry about you. Because <laughs> you just have to see the big one. I don't have to see peoples. You, no, because no. that is counter programming. So let's talk about peoples, shall we? Yes. That uh, was an excellent segue. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, film stars Craig Robinson, David Allen Greer, and a veritable who's that of Hollywood. <laughs> so let's preview it. <laughs> or not. There we go. Good lord. We'll get it down. See, this is why this is a test show. That little stuff show. right there. I think it makes it lively. Despite the title, this is not the Nia Peoples or Mario Van Peoples story. Oh, Sorry to disappoint reference. nobody. <laughs> the This Meet the Black Parents story features overweight Robinson and his girlfriend, played by the gorgeous Carrie Washington. So you know it's a comedy. Mm-hmm. Robinson tries to impress his girlfriend's doubting parents, who live in the Hamptons. Robinson refers to them as the Chocolate Kennedys, which, by the way, was one of my favorite punk bands growing up. <laughs> and with good. David Allen Greer in the cast, I finally found my reason to go to a Tyler Perry movie. Mm-hmm. Wait, hold on a second, Paul. What? Just because there's a movie with an entirely African-American cast doesn't mean that it's a Tyler Perry... Sorry, that's exactly what it means. <laughs> but despite Tyler Perry's penchant for cross-dressing, Carrie Washington's mom is played by S. Ipatha Merkerson. So take that as a warning. Or probably a recommendation, actually. Yeah, this film is written and directed by Tina Gordon Chisholm. Oh my God, so dirty. Stop it. <laughs> Love her name. A protege of Tyler Perry's. And from the TV ads and trailers for Peoples, the women, or the wearing women's clothing jokes have already begun. You like wearing women's clothes. There you go. So that is... Oh is that your clip from people? That's a clip. We successfully played a clip. Counter-programming! Oh, look at us. We're not only doing comedy bits, but we're incorporating the planes, and we're doing sound effects. Oh, but we forgot to applaud. Anyway, oh, that was I people. applauded! Did you? Oh, I yes, didn't. Yes! You forgot to applaud! Or maybe I didn't do it on... And it this wasn't an accident. preview for the people's brought to you by... Frontier Airlines, where they now charge you $100 for a carry-on. Isn't that ridiculous? We should well, get keep to saying that until they sponsor I am not. Well, I am not flying to Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> or the frontier parts of wherever people oh, travel. Oh, my God. Wherever they 
travel, they travel there with a giant picture of an owl on the side of the plane. So, I will, yeah. What was the spackle debacle? <laughs> spackle debacle. The spackle debacle was that I was saying that when we put together the Movie Guy studio, I was doing a uh, musical, and so I only had a couple hours each day free to help. And so Lee's like, don't worry about it. I, Lee, the movie guy, said, don't worry about it. I will come over and I will spackle that shit. And then when you get done with your rehearsal, you just paint it and we're good. And I'm like, good, because I have no free Because we have a backdrop here for video. Yeah, so eventually you'll be able to see it. So uh, I came back that night and I was going to paint. But my friend Tippy was here who had been building it. And he's like, yeah, there ain't no painting going on. I'm like, why? And he goes... There is too much spackling on this. And I was like... Somebody spackled the shit out of it. They spackled the shit out of everything. <laughs> so um, for the next three hours, the next day, with a power sander, I'm trying to... It had, couldn't this... have been that bad. Because I sanded horrible. most of that out. Uh, See, okay. That's, that's a problem. You said Lee the movie guy is going to help build something. <laughs> This is where you need to go find a hardware guy or a construction guy. <laughs> <laughs> We're movie guys. What do we know? I saw the money pit. I can't build a house. Anyway, so could they, but we, we, we give a, we give opinions on stuff we couldn't possibly make. I just I, I, was, I couldn't make uh, I couldn't Avengers, make people. Iron Man three wasn't that great. All I know is I'm in here with my friend Tippy, who owns like you know power tools and builds stuff, and um, he said to me, he goes. You're in the movie guys show, and you're the only not guy, and you're the only one that can build things. And I was like, "That's nice. I'll take it as a compliment." This is true, but that's yeah, all right. Movie it's gal. good. Movie gal. So this is our test show. In our second test show, we will add a visual element of some kind. We may not have all the cameras in place that we want, it might but you'll get just, to see this set that we're talking about. We might just have a picture of Lee's penis. Whatever it takes. Now, why would can we do we that? Not? And why would you say that? <laughs> can because we not? when people put stuff on audio, like up on webcam, it's usually their is your penis. is your face like is you are, are you like what? RoboCop? I have a feeling like you you there's things that fly by in the screen of your vision <laughs> that you could say and it scrolls through until one lights up. You know, fuck you, asshole. Yeah. And then you decide to say like information is flying by no, and you, one I, just I she's trying to get sponsors to pay us to stop. stop right? right. Picture release penis. All I'm saying is picture release penis. I paid her to say that. <laughs> it's whenever you, whenever I think webcam, and I gotta tell you, when we were buying the materials for oh, this, oh, it's a webcam it show. Me God think. damn it! <laughs> Fuck, just, I'm tired. Follow. <laughs> Go ahead. All I know is when I bought, we bought three webcams at one time, and I was like, oh my god, they think we're going to put pictures of our penises up on the I know, the we did go buy them together. Right? Bought, we, need a, we need a webcam and software that can record for like over an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to do... And a cantaloupe oh, oh, and this white paint. <laughs> we need to have multiple angles, and we want to be able to switch it in real time. It was the spackle that made him really go, what the hell? <laughs> What the hell's going on? And over these here? binder clips and this back the sander. Spatula, belt sander, three webcams. People are like, can I have it that just, address? What www.spacklemyhole.com? It, it just seems weird. Spackle my hole. It was like buying condoms. It was weird. I'm like, uh, I can I tell my webcams. condom buying story? Yes. It's not even a condom buying story. I say yes it's because a, I just say whatever. Well, it's just a nice sequitur. Um, I bought this I, to the end of the show because that's pretty much. Right. No, no, we're done. We're <laughs> no, go ahead. No, no, I, me. No, I want to hear it. I, as I was telling Trojan it to myself in my head, yes. I realized this is nothing I want recorded for posterity. Go, for, ah. then go. So record it for modesty. total embarrassment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna say? Now we're Nothing. just going to stare oh. at you. Oh, we are done. Okay. All right, we're done. Well, okay. that okay. segment of the show is brought to you by Trojan Ends Condoms. <laughs> okay, a future sponsor of the movie, guys. For, you, for when it. you want to molest a, oh my God. a complete stranger. 
Did we talk about Iron Man? Did we say what we thought of it? Oh, before uh, we go, before we go, what do you think of Iron Man? And I was surprised to hear this when I talked to you off the air. Well, yes, this is the thing: is I recognize now. Okay, I'm of two minds on Iron Man three. One is me, my mind right now, and the other is my mind in 1988, having just watched the Trial of the Incredible Hulk featuring Thor. That's the. What, what is, is that? That, is that mind, a cartoon? That mind. I'm doing the math. That's not even Bixby, but go ahead. That's Bixby. That's oh, the TV movie. 88? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, go ahead. Yeah, that's the TV movie. That's the first TV movie, and that's they had Thor. And I was blown away that another Marvel character appeared in The Hulk. I just thought that was amazing. I was like, oh my God, Thor. I mean, it's terrible. Have you seen this movie? I think you've shown me clips of it. Of course I have. It's horrendous, though. I used to do the Super Movie Hero Fest, Superhero Movie Fest before. Are you going to tell us about buying condoms? Okay. Uh, about binding, binding no, condoms. Uh, uh, so, so that that mind is just astounded that superheroes can be live action at all. That any of that is amazing. The fact that there is a third Iron Man movie, which is the fourth Iron Man appearance in movies, are you kidding me? That guy would jump through time and strangle me if I was to say that this movie is flawed. (laughs) 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 That this movie cannot keep all of its balls in the air. It is not... I love Shane Black, but but he cannot pull all those disparate elements together. Uh, You can see all the Marvel pegboards. I think Kevin Feige, the guy that... That uh, runs Marvel Studios is very good. In charge of the phases. In charge right. of the phases. Yeah. Name the phases. I mean, great marketing. I mean, just yeah. masterful, all of it. But there's clearly all the Marvel pegboards on the wall. You know, much as you can see in any of these movies, Thor or Captain America or whatever, it just, the all the pegs could not be sort of melded together. So they're all there. They're all interesting. But it, it does sort of not hold together under... Uh, and here's something I didn't. And I've just jumped through time and said, "What are you kidding me? There's a <laughs> there's a third Iron Man movie. What are you stupid?" But here's something I didn't bring up before because we talked about yeah, there's a lot to get to, and I felt a lot of times they rushed through certain parts of the plot <clears throat> just be just to get to it all mm-hmm. to the detriment of some of those cool scenes that we could have taken a little more time with. But um, again, the ambition of doing so much is is you know you can get behind. But then some a friend of mine said uh, Mark Tucci who actually writes for the MovieGuys.net. Um, he said that there's another movie where there's too much unmasked hero. Now, what do you think of that? Oh, because yeah, there's... Because they, they got their million, $50 million guy, now Robert Downey Jr. He can't have him in the Iron Man mask so much. I countered with one of the ingenious things they did was when Favreau directed the first Iron Man, you got the shot inside the mask of him with all looking at all his coordinates and things that appear on his screen. So he got the FaceTime, even though he could be in the Iron Man suit. Yeah. But he thought, or Mark thought that in this one, there was even less Iron Man because he got so many of the... Uh, remote-controlled, Jarvis-controlled Iron Man, that there was even more just Robert Downey Jr. not being Iron Man in the movie, Well, which he thought was a flaw of Spider-Man 2. Well, I, I understand what he's saying there. There's actually technically not that much Iron Man in Iron Man 1 and 2 either. He's not in the suit most of the time. Um, There's not a lot of action in 1. But... No, no, lot. they well, made up for it here. Well, but I'm, but the story of one and the way that plays out, I mean, this could have used a little of that nice finesse to bring some of the elements together. Uh, but, uh, but they did want to take him out of the suit and make this a, 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 you know, that that he doesn't need the suit to solve a crime or that he doesn't need the the suit to you know put his life back together. And I like seeing. So that. yeah, I mean, so yeah, that was that was clearly what they were going for was to take him out of the suit for most of the movie, which isn't necessarily what we want to see. But then again, Robert Downey Jr. is what we want to see. So, exactly. you know, it's like you can take Christian Bale yeah, out of the Batman so. suit, but we love Christian Bale. He's great. I don't watch him <clears> do anything. Watch the guy eat soup, you know, but uh, same thing with Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, and so will he be back for a four? You think? Oh, he's going to get such a payday. Do you know? Have you been I reading? Know. Uh, I have been. You're reading? Yeah. Uh, yeah, boy, how much he's been making. I mean, he. Uh, so I mean that the, for Marvel, who is notoriously cheap, but also notoriously now tied to this tent pole, this this uh, Disney. huge. Yeah. Well, but also like oh, but, what they've created. But Robert Downey Jr. as well as being yeah, yeah. a huge part of that. I mean, they are it's so funny. The degree to which they are cheap is also the degree to which they are tied to Robert Downey Jr., who's made made eighty million dollars. They said off of Avengers. I mean, Marvel would rather make a whole movie with eighty million dollars. Yeah. I mean, eighty yeah. million dollars could fund most of Captain America too. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right? A Gambit spinoff. There you go. Yeah, yeah. They could get an extra movie <laughs> out of Deadpool year movie. That. They've been trying to make exactly. Make that for eighty mil. So we'll see. What a legend, though. Boy, I mean, you remember how hard? I mean, looking at the Man of Steel coming up here, and how hard it was to recast Christopher Reeve from nineteen eighty seven till now. You didn't. You couldn't recast Superman. How hard is it going to be to recast Iron Man? Yeah, it'll I, never happen. Yeah, it's it's going to be, I think, one of those Indiana Jones roles. You know, they recast James right. Bond a bunch. I don't think you're going to see another Indiana Jones. I I really hope you don't. I mean, maybe 40, 50 years from now, but I well, don't hopefully know. Hopefully, we'll be dead by then. You, I hope to be dead. I yes. don't even know how they pulled that off with Bond. Look at the first Bond, Sean yeah. Connery. You're going to recast that numerous times. Well, Adam, don't you're give them ideas. With George Lazenby. George Lazenby. <laughs> yeah. Playoffs. <laughs> All right, so uh, test show under the our hey, that was belt. pretty good. That was fun. Yeah. Hey, thanks All for right. listening. Anybody who listened who, to this, who might there listen were, to this? Very there good. were rants. There were planes. There were sketches. There was preview material, and we even played a movie clip. Let's play it again, just because we could. Right? What do you think? Yeah, we got technology here. Look at this. Uh, yeah, what nobody's seeing here is we got microphones. We got a, a whole uh, sound we effects board here. Turds. We, we got fake turds. We got whatever. Get on a hat. You like wearing women's clothes. All right. So, Why did we play that Lee, again? What did you think of Iron Man 3? <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning into the movie, guys, everybody. We'll be back next week with another test show that hopefully gives you a little visual of what the set looks like. And yeah, we'll then we'll be back with here. full shows in a couple of weeks. Uh, hopefully in time for Memorial Day to bring you two of the biggest movies of the summer, uh, Hangover 3 and Fast and Furious 6. The movie, guys, ultimate summer preview. Till then, bon voyage. Bye from the Admiral's Club. Thank you.